Welcome to Spark My Muse, everyone. I am your host, Lisa Colon DeLay, and you are listening to Soul School, Lesson 229, Still Life. Where I am recording right now, it is the throes of spring, gorgeous, everything is starting to bloom, the grass is greening up very nicely, most of the leaves are on the trees, and some of the trees are still that really bright green color that happens here in Pennsylvania at this time of the year. The lilacs are just starting to open, and it seems like the world is fresh and new in certain ways. I wanted to allow for some time today to explore some poetry. The time feels right to just sit back and relax for a few minutes and slow down and enjoy some poetry. It's kind of a luxury to be able to have the time to do that. It's a simple thing to slow down on purpose, but sometimes we don't really make the time to do it. So if you haven't given yourself the time to slow down, this is your permission slip. This is your time to do it. I invite you to slow down in a deeper way. Just really take a few deep breaths right now. Sink into this time together with me as we go over some beautiful poems that are very enriching to the soul. I want to introduce you or reintroduce you to Michael Wright. I have gotten his newsletter that comes out on Mondays called Still Life for a number of years now. Michael puts it this way in his newsletter. Still Life is a free weekly newsletter on art and spirit by Michael Wright. It takes many hours each week to create, and if you love it, consider supporting it financially. You can leave a tip at at by Michael Wright on Venmo or PayPal, or sponsor books from this wish list. Your support your support helps Still Life grow and stay ad-free. Thank you. At sparkmymuse.com for this episode, SSL229, I will put all the links to get Still Life. I'll put Michael's Venmo and PayPal links and his book wish list. And I ask that you will send a little love his way. He does a wonderful job, and I hope he can feel encouraged and rewarded. Michael lives in Minneapolis with his wife where he moved sort of recently from L.A. And in this particular week of still life, he has talked about starting a garden. Toward the end of his letter, he writes, Here are a few poems I've gathered together that can remind us of these deeper rhythms of time. I hope you find one to sink into and read and reread throughout the week. Take care, Michael. I'm not going to read all of the poems, but... So many of them i found to be incredibly soothing and lovely, and I hope you will too. Sometimes it's nice not just to read a poem, but to have a poem read to you. I hope you find this enjoyable. The first one is called Clearing by Martha Postlethwaite. Do not try to save the whole world or do anything grandiose. Instead, Create a clearing in the dense forest of your life and wait there patiently until the song that is your life falls into your own cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue. Something very beautiful about this poem, The Clearing, dovetails so nicely with something that was spoken of last week 
and also in the book club, which is this recognition of our own life that we recognize and greet, of our own selves that we befriend without any cruelty. And this poem, The Clearing, is about making space for ourselves and giving ourselves to our own life so that we can give ourselves to the world, which is so worthy of rescue. I really appreciate the wording and the turns of phrase in this poem. I want to read it one more time to you. Do not try to save the whole world or do anything grandiose. Instead, create a clearing in the dense forest of your life and wait there patiently until the song that is your life falls into your own cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue. The second one is called Lost by David Wagoner. Stand still. The trees ahead and bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here, and you must treat it as a powerful stranger. Must ask permission to know it and be known. The forest breathes. Listen. It answers. I have made this place around you. If you leave it, you may come back again, saying, Here, no two trees are the same to Raven. No two branches are the same to Wren. If what a tree or a bush does is lost on you, you are surely lost. Stand still. The forest knows where you are. You must let it find you. With this poem, Lost, it decenters our idea of what lost is to nature. We might feel lost in nature, but nature doesn't feel lost with us. And the forest knows where it is. I love that idea that the world isn't lost wherever it is. I'll read it one more time. And I hope this invitation to stand still and find yourself where you are here isn't lost on you. Stand still. The trees ahead and bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here, and you must treat it as a powerful stranger. Must ask permission to know it and be known. The forest breathes. Listen, it answers. I have made this place around you. If you leave it, you may come back again, saying, Here. No two trees are the same to Raven. No two branches are the same to Wren. If what a tree or a bush does is lost on you, you are surely lost. Stand still. The forest knows where you are. You must let it find you. Again, this is from Michael Wright's Still Life newsletter that he puts out each Monday. He doesn't always put out poetry each time, but I thought that this collection of poems was just so juicy and full of life. I really wanted to share it with you and refer you to his work, which is a curation of things that he is thinking about and investigating. 
The next poem might be familiar to many of you by Wendell Berry called The Peace of Wild Things. It has been a favorite of mine. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. For me, this poem, The Peace of Wild Things, makes me think of the world and nature holding us and caring for us as if we are sleeping within it like it's a big hammock that we are resting in and that is taking care of us in comparison to the rushed world of our own making that pushes us around, knocks us around, that we have to kind of, that we fight to move around in. And the, the world of nature has a different kind of grace to it. I'll read it again and see if you might, see if you might notice some new things. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. The next poem I will read is by Hannah Emerson, and I was not familiar with this poem at all. I'm delighted to be introduced to Hannah. It is called Keep Yourself at the Beginning of the Beginning. It is also written in a way so, so that the format looks like kind of half of an hourglass. Please try to help me go to the joy that is trying to go to the beautiful, helpful, helpful beginning of the beginning of the very trying freedom that we make our great, great, great light that is nothing but the laughter that is fooling us into believing that we go to the trash bin that is your life, that become the treasures that live in the bottom of the bin that is your life. Yes, 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 please try to dive down to the beautiful muck that helps you get that the world was made from the garbage at the bottom of the universe that was boiling over with joy that wanted to become you, you. You, yes, 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 please try to go to the colors that kiss you. Great, great, great person of the light that is becoming you. 
You. You. Yes. Yes. Please try to keep yourself in the bottom of the bin. Yes. Yes. Please try to go to the kissing muck that is the very true to your life. Yes. Yes. Please try to meet me there. Yes. Yes. Please try to bring your beautiful nothing there. Yes. Yes. I don't even know where to begin with commenting on that. I need to stick with that for a little while and ruminate. There's a lot there. And something about the pattern of that makes me think of birth and rebirth. The cycle of life and death, decay and rebirth. Um, Lord, I don't know what to do with that right now. I'm just going to sit with it. <laughs> this next one flips back and forth from Spanish to English right in one line. And as I try to pronounce words properly, this is probably the section of the podcast that I'll have to edit with wild abandon in post-production. But this is by Juan Felipe Herrera. Let us gather in a flourishing way. Let us gather in a flourishing way with sun-loose grains, abriendo los cantos, que carjamos cada día, en el yang pasto nuestro cuerpo, para regular y der feliz peras pearls, of corn flowing arboles de vida en las cuatro escuenas. Let us gather in a flourishing way, contentos llenos de ferenda tu vida, giving nacimientos to fragrant rios, dulces frescos, verdes turquoise strong, carne de nuestros hijos, rainbows. Let us gather in a flourishing way, en la luz y en la carne of our heart to toil. Tranquilos y fields of blossoms, juntos to stretch los brazos. Tranquilos when the rain en la mañana, temperana estrella on our forehead. Silo de calor and wisdom to meet us, where we toil siempre. In the garden of our struggle and joy, let us offer our hearts a saludar aguila rising. Freedom. A celebrar woven brazos, branches, ramas. Piedras, nopales, lumas, piercing, bursting. Figs and aguacates, ripe mariposa fields. And mares claros of our face to breathe todos in la camino blessing. Seeds to give to grow. Maslan. That is the kind of poem that you really should read and not just hear because it's bilingual and all the ways the words are put together make a big difference. So what I will do is add this to the extras in my blog at sparkmymuse.substack.com for you to read by Juan Felipe Herrera. And the final one I'll read today is by Linda Hogan, To Be Held. To Be Held. 
by the light was what I wanted, to be a tree drinking the rain, no longer parched in this hot land, to be roots in a tunnel growing, but also to be sheltering the inborn leaves and the green slide of mineral down the immense distances into infinite comfort. And the land here, only clay, still contains and consumes the thirsty need, the way a tree always shelters the unborn life, waiting for the healing after the storm, which has been our life. I find this poem to be a kind of delicacy. Linda Hogan allows us to think of nature as sheltering us and sheltering our unborn lives in a kind of universal cosmology sort of way. I'll read it again, and I hope you find it beautiful as I do. To be held by the light was what I wanted, to be a tree drinking the rain, no longer parched in this hot land, to be roots in a tunnel growing, but also to be sheltering the inborn leaves and the green slide of mineral down the immense distances into infinite comfort, and the land here, only clay, still contains and consumes the thirsty need, the way a tree always shelters the unborn life, waiting for the healing after the storm, which has been our life. In times like these, when wars are raging and uncertainty looms, I find such great comfort in taking a step back, stepping into the reality and the wonders of nature, luxuriating in the poetry about such things. To find my life once again, and to find renewal. And I hope that if spring is something that is coming to your part of the world, that you can spend some time outside enjoying that too. If it is fall where you are, if you're in Australia or New Zealand, or if you're in a climate that remains fairly the same, I hope you will also give yourself over to nature in some special way today or this week, and you will consider the therapy that the natural world offers us, a chance to slow down to its own rhythms and its own time, a chance to invite us to be natural and not just efficient. I hope that I can update you soon on my blog that is the Substack, and if you would like to get that, you can get a free option by going to sparkmymuse.com and signing up for the newsletter. And the best thing you can do is get a paid subscription because this helps me meet my costs. And that is for $5 a month. And there is also a half off special for a yearly subscription. I thank you for doing that and supporting me. And I hope to update you all with some of my summer plans. I wish you blessing and peace. <laughs>